T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And Mego with half man, half horse, Christian Arcan. That's me. On the show yesterday. It's the Bojack Horseman. <laughs> here on WEEI. <laughs> Ryan's really enjoying this. He's on beat, though. He's, <laughs> he can keep a beat. Uh, that was Arcan sighing it's like at. Skrillex back here. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> DJ Ryan. Um, what were you sighing at yesterday, Arkham? What is that? What is that from? Uh, something Joe Missoula said. I don't yeah. even remember what it was. It was one of Missoula's answers. Yeah, we'll we'll get to him later on in the show. We will be Expect getting to Joe more how, horse sounds. Yeah, we all know how Arkham's going to react to it <laughs> when we get to the Celtics and Joe Missoula, who is uh, in a little bit of a uh, scuffle with Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe. Uh, we'll also get to the Celtics, their defensive identity or lack thereof. It's kind of weird since they have the defensive player of the year. You think they'd be a little better at defense. But lots of quarterback stuff on the show today. We talked about this quite a bit yesterday. You know, in the last 48 hours, Derek Carr has a deal with the New Orleans Saints. Daniel Jones has a deal with the New York Giants. Geno Smith got an extension from the Seahawks. And we're looking at all of it and saying, okay, well, is this an indication of where the quarterback market is going? And yes, if it is, what does that mean about Mac Jones and his future in New England? Do you want to keep him while he's cheap and then worry about that contract tomorrow? I think, Mego, you're kind of in that camp. Yeah. Or do you want to do the whole get out now? This is something we've talked about where I'm like, if that's where it's going, yeah, if that's where it's going, why why bother? Get rid of him now. Get something for him. I don't want to pay him that contract ever. So we've talked our way through it. The more I think about it, Mego, the more I wonder if these contracts are going to be a problem for dealing with Mac Jones, who's already been difficult to deal with. Do these contract numbers, Mac Jones knowing what he can earn, knowing what the value is, knowing what he could get, maybe even wanting to get more than Geno Smith. He might look at Geno Smith and go, I'm better than Geno Smith. He might look at Daniel Jones and go, I'm better than Daniel Jones. I should get more than those guys. How does this factor into Mac Jones and handling 
Mac Jones, who, let's face it, last year, whether he had his reasons or not, was not easy to handle, not easy to deal with. It has a direct, direct correlation on, on what's going to happen with Mac Jones around this time. They're going to be talking about it this time, May, whatever, what have you, of next year. But I don't think it's individually connected to Mac Jones. I don't think it's individually in, in that he's like some kind of special case. I don't think it's individually tied to him MFing his coaches on the sidelines during Thursday Night Football and then the two games after last season. Like, I wouldn't make those two one and the same and saying that he has the type of attitude where he's going to be F you in negotiations. I just think this is the world that they're living in. This is the sandbox they're playing in because I I still don't see a ton of middle class for the quarterbacks. So he's stupid if he doesn't go out there and try to get what Daniel Jones got, right? Like not to say he's going to get that and it's all going to hinge on what he does this year. But isn't that the play that every up-and-coming quarterback, every first-round quarterback that's not Zach Wilson, is going to be trying to do that year? Like, it's not even no, an like individual put, case. I like how you put it. Just Zach Wilson's well, definitely Trey not Lance, a part of it. But I yeah, should say yeah, Trey Lance true. is not going to be a part of it for very different reasons. But I, like, I, I wouldn't tie it directly back to Mac Jones and any kind of attitude problems. It's just this is the economy. It's like, it's like trying to buy a home in Boston right now. Or over the last five years, you're like, what, what do you mean this two-bedroom is like $800,000? This is insane. What do you mean my Daniel Jones cost me this? And look, there's a lot of Patriots fans out there that think Mac Jones is better than Daniel Jones. And if so, he's going to need a better contract. So how are you feeling about where these quarterback contracts are going? And will it make Mac more difficult to deal with? Again, 617-779-7937. Arkan, I don't think it's necessarily... Mac is going to be MFing coaches because, well, I have a contract coming up. I just think now we all know there was already a lot of pressure on Mac to perform this year. It's a make or break year. Now he's like, well, these are tangible dollars and cents that are at stake. And I just wonder if he can handle putting that added pressure on himself. I guess that's what I mean when I say, how's he going to be to deal with? Does it make him easier or more difficult to deal with? And I'm I'm in that second camp. I don't know. I don't think that there's any reason to think that he's different from any other player playing for a contract. I think that all players sort of have that idea of like, all right, this is it. This is where I need to make or break my career, my money, my future, all that stuff. I mean, this is this is basic stuff. I just sort of feel like Patriots fans are all worried about this contract that he's definitely going to get. Like, I don't know. Like, he needs to really improve a lot in, in this season in order for this to even be a talking point. Like, I feel like he's way below that. Daniel Jones threshold and maybe you think he's more talented fine but if we're talking about like the the, the market of the NFL and you quarterbacks right now I just you think I mean way below the Daniel Jones threshold after last year definitely oh, you're Absolutely. shaking your head Mego see I, look I am not Mac Jones's biggest fan as I've made clear and I would take Daniel Jones over Mac Jones but I don't think Mac has a long way to go. Daniel Jones did not have a good year last year. He had a better year than he's had, but look, his he numbers... He had a substantially better year than Mac Jones. It was better. But he didn't yeah. match his rookie year. And just his numbers... Just I'm saying Daniel Jones he didn't threw, match Daniel Jones' year. 15 touchdowns. Like, that's just not... That's he not, rushed for seven. Yeah, he's Sure, seven. but that's just not that good. So find 22 total touchdowns, that's not that great of a year. It's better than Mac, but I, I would just disagree on you characterizing it as substantially better. I, that, that would be my pushback on that. I'm not necessarily even talking about the numbers. I'm talking about their stock right now. I think that Daniel Jones' stock is obviously on the rise because he improved from last year and Mac Jones is going down. And that's just a big thing when it comes to the economics of the NFL. Sure. It, when we talk about contracts and pressure on players and all these things, let's think about the Celtics. We've been talking about the Celtics a lot and what's gone wrong with the Celtics. That's exactly where my mind went. Grant How, how's, Williams. Thank you. How's Grant Williams Grant handling Williams. his contract? 
How's Grant handling it? Grant turned down. This report came out earlier today. He turned down four years, $50 million. And, like, now it's, I got to go out there and I got to get that money. How's Grant handling it? How's Jalen handling it, for that matter? Like, Jalen all of a sudden is snipping at Missoula. We've been pointing this out for, like, a week straight, disagreeing very publicly with Joe Missoula. How's Jalen handling that contract? Yeah, but in in that sense, I kind of, I mean, not to go down Celtics road, I don't care because I think Jalen's been playing pretty good ball overall. Like, I think Jalen is actually kind of hitting his stride right now. That's fine. And maybe Mac will play well. Maybe Mac will. Or maybe Mac will look at and put too much pressure on himself like he's Grant Williams and it will hurt him on the field. Here's all I know, or at least what I think. I think this is going to make Mac more difficult to deal with. He was already difficult to deal with last year. I don't think this makes Mac any easier to deal with. For the coaches, for Bill, who's both a coach and a personnel guy, I think it makes him more difficult to deal with. Because now it's every time he has a good game, is Mac's number going up? And is Mac's ego getting inflated? And every time he has a bad game, is Mac in his own head and doing what Grant Williams did at the free throw line the other day? That's what I'm worried about with Mac Jones. These quarterback numbers, never mind the dollars and cents of it, which are horrifying, scary. It makes Mac more difficult to deal with, and he was already pretty effing hard to deal with last year. There is another side to it, though, okay. which may be everybody's rowing in the same direction because Mac is all in, all in, knows that he needs to perform not just to keep his job here for the following year, which isn't a given. I mean, we've heard about Bailey Zappi is going to be given the chance to at least kind of compete in training camp. I don't know what that means, splitting reps-wise or anything. We'll have to wait until the summer for that. But he has to put, he has to earn his money. And so in one sense, it could, that could make him a head case. That could make him a difficult personality, the way that we see some athletes take that. Others rise to the occasion. Yeah, so, I mean, it could, it could to say he's going to be more difficult, it could also go in the other way it of it's all water under the bridge because I need to do whatever it takes to win a freaking playoff game in year three and get my money. Could keep him motivated, right? Pasternak is a good example of that. Pasternak stayed motivated. Pasternak had the contract hanging over his head all year, and he was fine. So it could go both ways. I don't know if you need the extra headache with Mac. Long ways of saying it's another reason to get out. It's another reason to move on from Mac Jones. If you think he's going to be more difficult, and I do, I don't exactly want to be on that ride. Do you? 617-779-7937. Meanwhile, I was listening to the Patriots Talk podcast, Tom Curran, Phil Perry, and this echoes something that Tom said to Gresham Fourier the other day. I heard this uh, yesterday, I think, with Fourier and Hart, actually. But he uh answered my question about why the mac jones trade to the raiders rumors just won't go away let's hear it from dan graziano this is who he's i'm sorry he's referencing dan graziano right who had the report over the weekend that there's chatter at the combine that the raiders could want mac jones so here's tom addressing that he says that he's hearing mac jones to the raiders chatter persistent when i hear chatter i'm thinking of some assistant gm or a scout Nine trulies deep into his night <laughs> saying, you know, what I'm hearing, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Mac Jones, he was a real dick out there this year. I wouldn't be surprised if McDaniels does something. That's chatter to me. And where would that guy have heard that? He probably heard it from us in the first place. And it got vomited onto Twitter, and it moved into the atmosphere, and it landed on that that associate general manager's feed. He read it, and then he burped it out after he got another truly. (laughs) 
So and now it's chatter. And now it's chatter. So Tom, uh, Tom sees them drinking Trulies apparently. Jonesy, is this what Elmo's. I said yesterday? No, I, I'm saying you're you're like, giggling at this it. This is drunk people just talking about you know what may someday happen in the future. So this is exactly what, this is exactly what you feel it is. A bunch of a bunch of guys boozed up hey, over man, Trulies at St. Elmo's. Fri- we need some truffle fries, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Tom Curran says. Sriracha. The rumor won't go away. I, uh, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm open-minded to all of it because, again, is Mac going to be easier or more difficult to deal with? Mac looks at it and goes, I'm better than Geno Smith. I'm better than Daniel Jones. Arkan thinks he's substantially better than Daniel Jones. Hell, I'm better than Derek Carr, he might feel. So if he feels that way, how easy is he going to be to deal with this year? My guess is not very. He wasn't easy last year, and now he's got a contract in the middle of it. Like, he's Grant Williams or Jalen Brown, or on the positive side, maybe David Pasternak. Wait, you- this isn't a bit. I'm confused. Arkan, you think jo- Mac Jones is substantially better than Daniel Jones? That's what you just no, said. I said he was a step below Daniel yeah, Jones. Yeah, what do you... I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I had that backwards. I'm okay, sorry. Okay, I just, uh, you know, I know he flip-flops, no, but I said that, I was that he, he did that preemptively. I, I, said yeah. that, I said that backwards. I'm sorry. I yeah, figured I, that Jones. wasn't going to make a big deal, but yeah. That's I was just... I was bracing for I just him wanted to, to make sure the record shows. I was bracing for the flip-flop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Daniel Jones is substantially better than Mac Jones. So maybe Mac feels that he is better and he'll get that money. 617-779-7937. We're off and running here. We'll get to all your thoughts on the quarterback carousel, how it impacts the Patriots and Mac Jones. Let's get to the latest in the division as well. Aaron Rodgers may be on his way to the Jets. Tom Brady may be on his way to the Miami Dolphins, as we've been talking about all week. Does Robert Kraft care that his team might be going to the bottom, bottom of the division? Or they may already be at the bottom of the division. Let's get to that right after trending with Christian Arkin. Now back to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Let's. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Start with Aaron Rodgers, who is in California right now with the New York Jets contingent. It is owner Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas, the general manager, and Robert Sala and a couple other coaches. Meeting with Aaron Rodgers, the long-awaited meeting. They got permission to speak with Rodgers earlier in the week. Flew out to California yesterday to go, I believe, have dinner with Aaron Rodgers somewhere near his Malibu home. And uh, it was a recruiting pitch from the New York Jets. Obviously, he has been their top target. They've been very clear about that. Derek Carr, who was also one of their targets, knew that as well. It really uh, was pretty clear that Aaron Rodgers was their guy. So now Rodgers' information gathering needs to come to some sort of decision. Is he going to retire, which my understanding is still on the table, give away $60 million, walk away from $60 million, or is he going to go to a team like the Jets or potentially even return to the Packers? If he does end up going to the Jets, he would tell the Packers, make this deal, and they would then facilitate that. 
Ian Rappaport this morning on Good Morning Football, breaking down the latest on Aaron Rodgers, who met with the Jets yesterday in California, or more accurately, the Jets met with him. The Jets have since left. Woody Johnson, everybody else, they've since left. And now we'll see where negotiations go, if anywhere, and what decision Aaron Rodgers decides to make. Uh, it's Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arcan here on WEEI. Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. We started off talking about these quarterback numbers, which we discussed as they were coming out yesterday. You know, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Derek Carr, especially that level of quarterback. And we'll get to Lamar Jackson, where things are heading with him coming up. Aaron Rodgers obviously already has a ton of money that he's getting from Green Bay, maybe the Jets. And it makes you wonder how Mac is going to be as a player to deal with this year. He already was pretty difficult last year. And that's before you roll contracts and that complication into it. And we discussed the Celtics and Grant Williams and the Celtics and Jalen Brown. And on the positive side, maybe even David Pasternak and the Bruins. Is Mac going to be any easier to deal with? My guess is no. My guess is he'll be harder to deal with now that he sees those dollars and cents. And you can weigh in. 617-779-7937. My Jets winning a Super Bowl before the Patriots take. Not looking so bad now, huh, Mecco? Not looking so bad if they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. That's how I feel about it. You're, you look hesitant over there. Because I'm hesitant still to wondering if Aaron Rodgers is going to choose retirement. I feel like it's a coin flip right now. You think he's? You think he might retire? Yeah, I think he might retire. I he's think, talked about retiring. I think the Jets could jets this up, and he could go to the Raiders. Like I do believe that, or he could go somewhere else. Maybe, maybe Miami. I mean, hell, Cowherd said this weeks ago. Cowherd's like everybody's sleeping on Miami. Rodgers could be in play for Miami, and what do you know? Coming out of the combine, it's like they could be looking at a veteran quarterback, whether it's Brady or Lamar or whatever. So, like maybe he could go to Miami. The Jets could jets it up. I'm not worried about him retiring, personally. Really? No. I'm, I'm worried about him retiring. I mean, I'm not worried. I'm thinking he might retire. If he goes there, Arkend, what do we have to do? Do we have to genuflect at the altar of Jones for his Jets take? Is that what we have to do? Um, Yeah, maybe Ew. a little bit. What does uh, that altar look like? Uh, it's It's got a lot of sacrificed animal carcasses yeah. and things on it. It's pretty gross. Yeah. It's just a bunch of severed feet lined up. <laughs> One lonely Nets hat. Yeah, it's, that's true. Like a burned Nets hat. That's Kyrie true. Jersey. All, all I know is the Jets' odds to win a Super Bowl are going up. Uh, and speaking of that, mobile sports betting is coming to Massachusetts this Friday, March 10th, so just a couple of days away. Before you place that first bet, you need to check out BetQL. BetQL is a sports betting data and analytics platform that provides real-time odds, betting trends, and expert analysis across every sport. You can text BET to 37937 for a link to a special page for Massachusetts bettors. That is BET 37937. Message and data rates may apply. Like, I look at Rogers maybe going to the Jets... I look at Brady maybe going to the Dolphins, and we'll get to Tom Curran. He had some stuff on both of these guys coming up on his Patriots Talk podcast. I look at it and I go, man, when Tom says over Robert Kraft's dead body, would they trade Mac Jones? Was that before Robert had any clue that the Jets may get an all-time great quarterback and the Dolphins may get an all-time great quarterback and the Bills already have an MVP-level quarterback in Josh Allen? Was that before Robert got the memo that the whole division might be upgrading at quarterback, and you can pencil in before the year starts the Patriots going 0-6 against the AFC East and becoming irrelevant and being a team in last place? Like, over Robert Kraft's dead body, they'd trade Mac Jones? Shouldn't they be in on Rodgers or bringing back Brady or Lamar or somebody like this? This team needs star power. This team needs headlines and juice and buzz, and they don't have it. And, like, that's the kind of thing I think Robert cares about. That's why him wanting to stick with Mac Jones, where Bill might question it. 
Robert wanting to stick with Mac Jones seems crazier and crazier by the day to so me. We're blessed uh, to have a great young quarterback and Mac Jones. Well, those are two extreme hypotheticals. I would say extreme. Yeah, because I mean, you think I, Rogers I, is retiring? I, well, no. Rogers is the way more likely oh, okay. one than Brady going and playing in Miami. Rogers to the Jets is a real thing. But Rodgers is such a wild card where clearly now with, I'm going to say with Tom Brady, still retired, smartest quarterback in the league. Uh, overall, definitely, I would say definitely a top 10 quarterback still. But he you, he didn't have a good season last season. He's he got a not. lot of character questions. He does. Don't know how he'll plug into that locker room that we had don't. a ton of character and chemistry issues with their last quarterback and Zach Wilson. Maybe not the easiest place to come in and quote, be yourself with ayahuasca and darkness <laughs> retreats where you're like pooping on your own legs because you can't find the toilet and all sure. sorts of things. If you listen to a podcast that I forced myself to listen to for 25 minutes and then text to you guys, this is really gross. This is actually a lot grosser than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> That's what ayahuasca did for me. <laughs> Sounds very so, healthy to me. I don't know what I don't know what you're hearing. That sounds I mean, healthy. Lo- like, can Just you base it? Runny poop all over if, your legs? That's not, you guys don't do that? If you're trying to, if you're trying to compete with hypotheticals at this time of the So wait, was he like squatting over a hole and that's no, how it got on his leg? No, he had a proper toilet. He like had to get on his plumbing. legs. He was trying to poop in the dark, Arcand. Well, exactly. like, how, how are you supposed to get that? No, but no, either no. you're sitting or you're not dark. sitting. It's, that's what I don't understand. Either you're sitting or you're not. It, he, it's like the extreme, you know, it's it's so extremely dark. You're feeling your way around. Yeah. And it, it's, I don't even want to go into it. You can listen to it if but you But you want know if you're on the bowl is my point. I don't know. There's nothing more relaxing. Than trying to find the toilet and accidentally pooping all over your legs. <laughs> the sensation ridiculous. of feeling a hundred different hands on my body. <laughs> Literally describing how he struggled to wipe himself. A hundred different turds down my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, he's, yeah, he's going to struggle in New York. How, I'm with you on that. Yes, yes. Robert that guy's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, like, See how then. is Robert Kraft supposed to compete against these hypotheticals? I don't know. All he can do is sit there and say, we need some star power. And if, like, on the one hand, if he's going to be stars are so available. loyal to Mac. It's not hypothetical okay, that Rodgers is available. You can have star power at other positions. Sure, but it's not. Well, I actually don't even know about that. In the NFL today, it's kind of quarterback or bust. But stars, well, stars are available. Lamar I, is available. I, I want to address that. Rodgers is available. You put you put out this uh, this list that uh, where was it? Was it from Pro Football Focus? No, it Which? was from Pro Football Talk. The highest paid. Oh yes, 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 yes. Per year. Yes. Do you want to dig into that? Well, we will. Well, okay. we're we're going to do that coming up. Arkan, do you agree with Robert Kraft? Do you agree? Uh, th- sorry, that Robert Kraft should be. I don't know, paying attention to what other teams are doing at quarterback in the division. Shouldn't he care about that? Of course he should, and he will if Tom Brady's one of those players. I mean, obviously it is. It's going to get his attention, and he's going to start you know, cracking the whip a little bit, I would think. And that's not to say that he's not already doing so. I think there's already been sort of a movement there from the top down to kind of get things going in another direction, or at the very least to show the fans, hey, we're aware of this, and we're, we're uh, uh, you know, got our finger on the pulse of what's going on with all of you. They would know for sure. They would know for sure exactly what people would be calling us and writing in, in the papers and everything else if all the other uh, teams upgraded a quarterback with Hall of Fame quarterbacks while the Patriots it, are stuck here with Mac Jones. It sounds to me like he's the one enamored with Mac. So 
I don't know that he's concerned about it, or maybe that's outdated. Publicly, maybe, he is. Maybe, maybe at maybe at one point. No, Tom is saying over Robert Kraft's dead body would they trade Mac Jones? That's not just public. That's yeah. different. That's no. different from saying we're in a good position with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But in it the does sound too. informed that Kraft is quite yeah. enamored. Like with to me, I don't. Mac still. I don't think. I think that answer from Tom Kern. We played it a million times. I think they'd have to walk over the owner's dead body. Just like, I, like again, you know, there's a lot of talking about his mortality there from Tom. But when it comes to that doesn't sound like Bill Belichick wants to keep Mac. That sounds like the owner does. And it's like, Robert, do you care that the rest of the division is getting great at quarterback? You kind of stink, or at least average mm, at quarterback. Potentially. and you, Potentially. Potentially. Although the Jets are meeting with Rodgers. Brady maybe is going to the, Dude, the, the they're Dolphins. flying out to kiss Rodgers' ass. Okay. They sound like the favorite to get him, is all I know. So, like, does they Robert care? They sound like care? the favorite because the other option decided to sign someone. Robert, do you care? You're about to go 0-6 in the division if this quarterback carousel plays out the way it looks like it's going to. Do you care? Let's go to Steve in Worcester on Mac. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, guys. So, real quick, I just want to put up the comparison between Daniel and Mac, too. I mean, both of them, even in Mac's bad year, 14 passing touchdowns, just about 3,000 yards each. I think we're going to be in the same exact situation that they were two years ago with Daniel Jones. Nobody was excited to be able to have him. The contracts are the contracts with just the way that the market is. And I think everyone would be very content. If he's able to pull off 11 to 12 wins, we get a W in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think that contract's going to be an issue. And again, Mac is toxic when things are bad. Most people are toxic when things are bad. Him, to an umpteenth degree, but at least when things are good. I don't think he's going to be such a brat when it comes to the contract. Yeah, I don't. I mean, look, this is a real question. Was Daniel Jones a brat when the Giants stunk? I wasn't, Not that I, recall. I wasn't super tapped into yeah, that. Yeah, me, me either. So I, I'm saying it's a real question. Was, was the Daniel, New York papers would have written about it if he was. That's what I that think. Way, yeah. So, like, wh- everybody is a pain in the ass when things aren't going well. Everybody's toxic when things aren't going well. I'm not quite sure I agree with that. I Maybe I missed it with Daniel Jones. I don't remember Daniel Jones MFing his coaches on national TV. I don't remember it. Maybe I missed it. Uh, let's go to John in South Hadley. Go ahead, John. Yeah, my question is, did Belichick make a mistake making Matt Patricia the offensive and defensive coordinator? Well, he didn't He didn't do both didn't last do year. That would, he, been, that would have been a mistake. Did he make a mistake? Yes, I think we've covered that. Tim's in Hanover. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, folks, thanks for taking the call. I just said uh, six months ago, one guy's trash is another guy's treasure with Mac. And I'll tell you what. People are going to be sorry that they did trade him. I said, if they trade him, trade him to Josh McDaniels and let Carr come this way, and they'll be sorry that they traded him. I guarantee you, you'll see what happens with Mac. If he does go, he's going to light it up over there with the people that he has around him. Yeah. So he's our trash? Yeah, I guess. And he'd be their trash? Is that what he's saying? I didn't quite understand the analogy, but like... You know, it's compost. What's your... What's your faith in Josh McDaniels with the Raiders? Like, I have a very high degree of faith in him getting things ironed out. Like, if it's Jimmy Garoppolo there or Mac Jones there, I, I've never liked Josh as a coach. Never. Like, I, I didn't understand why people were worried about losing him here and he was going to be the heir apparent here. Like, I never got it. So I, I don't know that it's going to be Josh McDaniels tapping into it. He's a better offensive coordinator than Matt Patricia or Joe Judge, sure. But I don't, I don't love him as a head coach. And if you're staking, you're staking his future on Josh McDaniels, I don't know. Josh McDaniels probably has already alienated a whole organization by moving on from Derek Carr, just like he alienated a whole organization by moving on from Jay Cutler. Like, he's doing the exact same thing he was doing in Denver. Look, when Josh gets fired in a year and Bill O'Brien goes to coach another team, he can come back and be the offensive coordinator. Again, like, it probably is trending that way. What's Tom Curran hearing on Aaron Rodgers? I, I think he feels similar to Mego about Rodgers and his fit 
in New York City. I think Aaron Rodgers would retire sooner than he would sign with the Jets because I think he's absolutely afraid of being in that kind of maelstrom. I don't think he could deal with it. I think he'd turtle. He can't even get along in Green Bay without feeling like he's constantly persecuted. He would never go to New York. And he'll stand on principle. But the reality is he's afraid of it. He has to control everything. And he'd be out of control in New York in terms of the media, the storylines, the number of outlets. He can't deal with it. And I know we could say, oh, well, he has national media. Those are outlets too. Green Bay is a, can be a tough market to a degree because the people really give a shit, but they're not going to eat you alive the same way they will in New York if things don't go your way. He'll be afraid of it. He won't go. So Tom's echoing some of what you're saying. He doesn't, he doesn't fit in New York, and if the option really is New York or retirement because Green Bay wants to move on, he would retire. And you think the market has a big piece to that? Because I, I think that would be pathetic by Rodgers, by the way. Pathetic. They have a championship caliber roster. All they all they need is the quarterback. And you wouldn't go there because you're afraid of the media? Like, that's pathetic. I'm not sure if it's even the media as much as the locker room. Like, that locker room, I give them credit. They seem like they are no BS at this point. Like, I'm not sure that's the kind of locker room that would kiss Roger's butt after seven weeks of playing with him if things aren't going completely well. They turned on Zach Wilson, to your point. The way that they turned on Russell Wilson out in Broncos country. Let's ride. That's true. That's true. And look, Rodgers would have to be the worst he's ever been by far. I mean, which is in contention. It It is. He was bad. Look, he was bad last year. I, I think it's because, I don't know, he's half checked out, which is not a good sign. And they didn't put a ton around him. I, I tend to blame that. But he was not good last year, to your point, Mego. And I was saying a lot of the same things. Russell Wilson's an interesting comp. I was saying a lot of the same stuff last year about Russell Wilson, our kid. I think you were bringing up red flags about Russell Wilson and his play in Seattle. And I'm like, whatever, he's Russ Wilson. He's going to be fine in Denver. They could win a Super Bowl. I appreciate and, you guys. Let's go Broncos. Let's and run. like a year later, I ignored all those warning signs. Maybe I'm making the same mistake with Rodgers. Fine. Maybe. The Jets Fool me once. Won't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah, I, I've look. I've been fooled on many things like a hundred times in my life. I'll keep getting fooled. Uh, Curran wasn't I know done. You keep sending me those. I just won. I just won one hundred bitcoins. <laughs> Click here. Click here. I'm I'll like buy, Jones. Enough. I'll buy myself a Lamborghini. Uh, let me hear uh, Tom Curran on Brady while we're talking about quarterbacks in the division and whether or not Robert Kraft should be concerned. He should be concerned. I, I don't think he is. He's ready to go zero and six in the division. If it's Rodgers in New York and Josh Allen in Buffalo, that's already two losses. Now pencil and Brady to the Dolphins. What's Curran hearing on Tom Brady? He's gettable despite everything the Dolphins say, but it should be surprising. It would be quite eye opening. If I got new, if it came across right now, Tom Brady's coming back to the NFL, I'd say, holy shit. I would be very surprised. I'm a potty mouth. Because I have it at less than 5% he's coming back this year. Next year we'll talk. Okay. I think Tom said, this is something I want to ask Tom about. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Go. Go. What? Next year we'll talk? Yes. Next year we'll talk. Mm. Next year that we'll doesn't, talk. That doesn't sound like a retirement to, retirement to me. That sounds like a flipping hiatus. Less I got to get my things in order, and then I'll be back. Less than 5%. I heard less. I think less than 5% is the more noteworthy one. It's like, no, oh, I he think could. how about next year we'll talk? Fine. Either way, either way, we're in the same spot where Brady next could be we'll coming talk. back. But it's like less than 5%. Oh, okay, so he could come back. I Stop! Th- I thought he wasn't. No, co- no, no. What do you no, mean, no? No, no. Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. You're, yes, you're yes, doing yes. dumb and dumber, so you're saying there's a chance. That's he's, what you're doing. He said there's a chance. Less than 5 I know. That's the joke. Mego. Jones. Mego, 5%? Less than 5. 4.9% is less than 5%. 4.9%. People take birth.
birth control at that rate. <laughs> but he's also saying Brady could come back the next year, and when he gets his life in order, he That's can come back. That's the bigger thing. What if, he, what if he wakes up and gets I his life in you're, order? you're hanging your hat on 5%. What if he wakes up and gets his life in order, and a week later he's like, yeah, you know what, I do want to come back, and I'll come back this year. I don't think I was thinking next happen. year, but I'll come back. This, well, next, five, year, next year feels... 4.99999% says he's coming so back. you're telling me there's a chance. Yes, Tom's telling me there's a chance. We're going to ask him about this tomorrow when yeah. he joins us. We are going to ask him, but I'm going to ask him about 2024 because that sounds like, hey, pencil that into your calendars. He's going to be back. Maybe he'll be a dolphin then. Yeah, Brady does so good with these hiatuses, 5%. too. You're telling me there's a chance I can't 5%. Believe, I can't believe you don't. I would have thought he would have said 0%. I, I was no, expecting Tom to, to say 0%. You have to leave the door open a little bit. I was and expecting 5% to, is leaving the door open a little before bit for you, liability reasons. Before you heard that clip, Arcan, what percentage do you think Curran was going to say? I expected him to say 0. 5, I thought was. Because I have it at less than 5%, he's coming back. Less than 5%. He didn't get specific. Four point nine 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 nine. It sounded like he was gearing towards zero. That's, that's what that's I thought from the from the tone and tenor of his. Voice. I was bracing for no chance. Brady's coming back. Chance, chance. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> well, I, I, I already. Well, you're I, to. I already told. I already responded to it. That's ridiculous. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? Look, if you missed uh, Tom Curran earlier this week with Gresham Fourier, uh, you can catch him with us tomorrow. Here on WEEI at 3.30. You can go back and listen to the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to Jones and Mega with Arcan on the Odyssey app. Or wherever you find your podcast. We're asking about the chance. Oh, and, yeah. And we will. And we're going to ask him about Robert Kraft. Like, I, I Robert Kraft getting concerned believe, about this. I can't believe out of that answer or that statement that that's what you took. Yes. Not he's coming back in 2024. Well, well, which took, sounds like the real thing. I took both. Not the less than 5%. There's a chance. I took both, but I'm not way I I'm no we're not talking about 2024. We're talking about 2023. Yeah, him maybe coming back next year is not as exciting. Yeah, that's a show for next summer. 617-779-7937. Uh we'll continue with all your feedback here next. Oh, okay, so we could come back. I Stop! I thought he wasn't. No, no, no. What do you no, mean, no? No, no, Yes, no. yes, 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 yes. You're, you're yes, doing yes. dumb and dumber, so you're saying there's a chance. That's he's, what you're doing. He's. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Jones and Mega on WEEI. WEEI. In a weird way... How much worse can that be? Like, how much worse can it be? Honestly, like I've completely f- the last three years of my highest paid contract years. Right? I have nothing to lose. Like everyone that hates me is gonna just hate me. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. My dad even said this morning. He sent me a funny text, and I said, at this point, I'd rather them still hate me. You know? You know? Don't don't switch sides now. You know, yeah. If, if you were if you were just talking shit. Hating me a couple months ago, stay on it. You know, stay on it. And uh, be consistent. Chris Sale with Rob Bradford. Stay on it. In a tunnel, apparently. Where were they? Where was where was that interview? Sounded like an airfield. Is the conducted. center track at Roush Fenway while they were doing practice laps. The middle stall at JetBlue Park. Where was that? Uh, so anyway, that was the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. 
Rob Bradford with Chris Sale on there. A little message for the haters. It was. It was. And I'll tell you what. Like, I said this, I don't know, a week or so ago when the Red Sox just started spring training like 2-0. and I'm like, I will pay attention to their spring training record. I will. Like, I, I know the last, like, five years, just because we talk about it every offseason, I'm like, spring training tends to be predictive of the season the Red Sox are going to have. Oh, boy. And I just know it's like baseball people, people who follow the sport, cover the sport. Spring training's worthless. Why would you pay attention to it? No takeaways from the results. It's like, no, I pay attention to it. I pay attention to preseason football as well. I believe you can measure the vibes. Vibes. Is what I heard. Vibes can be measured, Mega. Vibes you can measure. And I'm happy you brought that up. And we'll get back to your Patriots I phone say calls. I that with sarcasm. Your Kevin. quarterback's I, phone I calls. Hate, I hate vibe talk. Value well, over replacement vibes. Well, get ready for it. Shaughnessy was talking about it today yeah. in the Globe. Uh, but we'll get to all your quarterback talk. Uh, 617-779-7937. Mac Jones, what the Patriots are doing. Uh, we have some Lamar Jackson stuff uh, scheduled for next hour as well. Uh, yesterday, we all agreed the Patriots should go get Lamar. So the Patriots should, right? Again, Under that's the coming right up. circumstances. That's coming up uh, on the phones, yes. Uh, now, Dan Shaughnessy writes today, and look, I, I've been accused of uh, using a straw man once or twice, so who am I to cast stones here? But this feels like a, a touch of a straw man, but maybe I'm wrong. Shaughnessy writes, seriously, does it really have to be one extreme or the other with, I don't know, sports conversation in this town? Uh, is anything less than a full roachy now considered a false narrative if you have a full roachy for four hours you do need to call your doctor yeah i might call him at like three just <laughs> this to make is the greatest day ever just to make sure you get a little jump on that everybody enjoy it shaughnessy says the great bill Ballou of the worcester telegram you know bill Ballou? no bill Ballou many years ago who i enjoy bill Ballou many years ago what are you shrugging at back there? i'm sorry please continue tell me all about bill Ballou. bill Ballou told me years ago uh this is a story he used to tell that bananas were becoming extinct and they're still <laughs> they have not they have not become extinct yet but I'm rooting for it. Okay, I like this guy now. Bill Ballou of the Worcester Telegram used to say, if it's zero degrees outside and I put my coat on before stepping out of my house, I'm not being negative, I'm just being realistic. In this spirit, it is okay to suggest the Red Sox might be less than great this year. Maybe going undefeated in their first 11 spring training games actually means zero. Maybe they're not going to win the World Series as they did in 2013 when we didn't think they would be any good. And this is in part a response to a Twitter dust-up he had with the great Jared Carabas. Who he calls the mascot. Uh, who he called the Red Sox mascot, yes, at one point. And uh, Carabas had a good clap back at him on Twitter. That's a wealthy mascot. <laughs> it oh, is someone's a, jealous. It is a They're well, not the Red Sox favorite anymore, are a you, A well-compensated mascot. Um, look, I, I actually disagree with Shaughnessy on this one. Uh, I think we should be buying into what the Red Sox are doing in spring training. I said this last week. I'm not backing off of it. I think we should be buying into spring training, not the vibes, the results. I'm not buying into the stupid vibes, Mego. No, that I is think dumb. you're jinxing again. I'm not jinxing. I told you, I said this last, they were like 2-0. and oh. I'm like, yeah, if they're good, I'll pay attention to it. Okay. What am I going to do, back out of that now? I said I'd pay attention to it. They haven't lost since. They win every day. What did they win last night? 10-2? to 10-2. to 10-2. to two. You know, so like, I, I don't Tanner know. Tanner good. I would, I would disagree with Shaughnessy on this. Like, I am paying attention to the results, not the stupid vibes. The results, they haven't lost yet. That doesn't catch your attention. I don't think that's going full Rochi. That's just saying, oh, maybe, they, maybe they're better than we thought. It's I'll allow for that. It's notable, uh, but that's not completely the point of Shaughnessy's column here. Shaughnessy's column is... Did I, my reading comprehension is poor. Did I miss the point? Well, his point, because then he talks about what, in his own paper, what Chad Finn wrote on this side and what Chris Gasper yeah, wrote on that side. That I didn't read, but yes. And his, I felt like the point was 
you can have room for um, doubt while still praising what a team is doing well and that there's a lot of blowback seemingly from fans if you approach it that way. I think World Series, saying they're going to win the World Series is dumb. Like, that's actually dumb. But saying, based on their spring training results, this might be a playoff team, I don't think that's going too far. And if you would have asked me two weeks ago if this was a playoff team, I would have laughed in your face. I would have said, what they win last year? 77, 78 games, whatever the hell it was. They lost Bogarts. They lost J.D. Martinez. Like, please, get out of my face with that. Is it dumb to say they probably won't be in last place in the division this year? Uh, no, I don't think that's dumb. Neither do I. Is that I don't think they will be last place in the division is this that a, year. Is that a playoff team, though? Yes. Is this I'm true? Yes. The text line says uh, from 401 says, Will Farrell played in a game the other day? Will Farrell played in a spring training game? game? I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if he did. I feel like that's happened in the past. I, if it happened in the last week or last couple of days, I didn't see it. But I feel like I, Will Farrell's done that in the past. Okay, that's weird. I think Billy Crystal was like played. He did that. He played for like training. a bunch of teams in spring training yeah. one year, didn't he? I, so whether it was the other think, day or yeah. a couple of years ago, to the to the texter's point at three seven ninety three seven, yeah, some of the results don't matter. That one I wouldn't count. If the Red Sox beat Will Ferrell, I wouldn't count that one. But they're undefeated. That means nothing. You tell me six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three. When Tanner Houck struck out Billy Crystal, I thought that was really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> he was that, filming some movie or something. But that, that was, was amazing. That was very impressive. Uh, Dave is in Rutland on our Patriots conversation. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, yeah, I just want to talk to Adam. Adam, I always respect you. I, I love you listening Good. to Thank you. you. But I, I, He's I, the one. I have one issue, though, about Josh McDaniels. Okay. I don't know how you can say he's not a good coach, man. The guy was here for all six Super Bowls that we won, and I think, you know, he did two stints here. I mean, I don't know what yeah, else he Dave, I mean, do you think that he's a decent coach. Dave, do you think he was super important <laughs> to the first three? Yeah, I think he had a hand in I, on it. I, I, mean, don't. Had, I don't. I don't think he did much in the first three. No. Now, now you want to say he deserves credit for 14 and 16 oh, and, and 18? Fine. But if, I, if I'm, if i like, questioning the importance of Bill Belichick to the six Super Bowls, I'm definitely going to question Josh McDaniels. And how can I say he's a bad coach? Hang on. Let me pull up his career coaching stats because I don't think they're very good. Well, are you going to include his head coaching stats or just yeah. as a coordinator? No, uh, his head coaching stats are horrific. He's 17 yeah. and 28. But as a coordinator, you want to give him more credit than I than I'm willing I think to do. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd give him more credit. I'd certainly give him more credit than you're giving Fine. him. Fine. So he's a good coordinator. Yeah. Maybe. Is is he the kind the caller earlier? Not Dave just now, but the caller earlier who brought up Josh McDaniels said, "Well, wait, wait. If he gets Mac, he'll turn our trash into his treasure, and Mac will light up the league if he's with McDaniels." Well, no quarterbacks lit up the league with McDaniels. So I, as a head coach, anyway. So I would question that. That's all I was questioning. Yeah, but I, I agree with that. I wouldn't be surprised if McDaniels is fired at the end of this year. I'm surprised he made it through last year. You are? That's just because the Raiders don't want to have the dead money from him. They couldn't afford to. Yeah, yeah, they can't afford to hire another coach. Maybe. They can afford to build some nice facilities, unlike the Patriots. True. It, that's already a sunken cost, my friend. Let's uh, let's go to Jake in Boston. Hello, Jake. Hey, boys and girl. Hey, what's uh, up? Oh, wow, Jake. Hey. Before I dive into Brady... I just want to dunk on Grant Williams for a second because between looking like a bonehead on the court, the nudes off of it, LeBron dunking on him. I'm sorry. Only, wait, wait. Did you did say I, the nudes? That's what I heard too. The nudes? Oh, yeah. There were nudes on my timeline from Grant Williams right after that game on, uh, what? on whatever Inter- it was. On. Grant Williams sent you nudes? Everybody stop talking for a second. Intern Brian just gave me a thumbs up. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, there was, there How did was I not hear about Grant this? Grant Williams. There's a little too much of Grant that I wanted to see both on and on the on and off the court earlier this week. I think the only the only two people no, that have phone. had a worse week 
The only two people that have had a worse week than Grant Williams were Tom and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules, and I think Grant still had a worse week. It's a reference reference that I loosely get because Mego's been filling me in on that. Jake, is it real or is it staged for publicity? I think uh, there's a lot of dunking on it that's been staged, but it is real. Okay, what's your your Brady point, though, Jake? Uh, Brady's coming back. I I mean, everyone's acting coy on it right now. I would say your chances are more like 80%, and it's going to be glorious to watch because he's going to Miami. He's going to be in a division where you've got Matt Jones and they've got Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Josh Allen, all because Bill and Robert were too cheap to pay him $25 million a year three years ago. And what, uh, Dan Jones got $35 million? Well, well, I'll tell you what, Jake. I'll tell you what. I think think we we now have some big news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You heard the man, Mego. 80% he's coming back. Brady's, back. Brady's coming back. Oh, I thought you were going to give me Rogers stuff. No, this is breaking news. Jake, Jake and Boston just said 80% he's coming back. I thought this was going to be about the Grant Williams. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was really excited. I was, like, looking on Twitter, like, did it happen? Did it happen? Breaking I hate news. you. Breaking news on the Grant Williams news. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. I'm impressed. Breaking news. Uh, 617 I don't think the BetQL people are going to foot the bill for this one. <laughs> we'll get to your feedback coming up. Also, we're all in on Lamar Jackson. At least yesterday we were, unless anybody's changed their mind. Shouldn't the Patriots be in? That comes your way next. W-E-E-I. 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 New England Sports Original. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.